welcome to Have You Got Your Shit Together with me, Caitlin O'Ryan, the podcast that celebrates not having your shit together. On today's episode, we have the icon that is John Bell. He is an actor known for Outlander, The Hobbit, Doctor Who, Wrath of the Titans, the list goes on and on. From a very young age, he has worked with some of the best and biggest names in TV and film. He's also made his stage debut in the one-man show, The Night Larry Kramer Kissed Me. He's got an infectious personality, he's one of my closest pals, and I can't wait for you to fall head over heels in love with him. Just a little note for the listeners, this episode was recorded prior to the actors and writers' strike. Here's John Bell. What about, like, a yacht in Ibiza? Really? Oh, yeah. I think we have different ideas of what would bring us joy. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne in the fridge. Oh. You know, just, like, meandering around the water. Yeah, a little dip. A little dip in the pool. Dip in the pool, come back out. Trip to the spa. Hey, John Bell. Hi, Caitlin O'Ryan. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. It's my and pleasure. For the bubble tea. I'm with a wee boba. Yeah, I might make this a rider thing that I have to have a bubble tea whenever I'm doing Boba here. is a rider. It's oh, true. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, it's what, great. what have you got? I went for the pearl milk royal. Delicious. And you got me a honey peach royal tea. What I... makes it royal, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> no clue. <laughs> <laughs> branding. Yeah, the power yeah. of branding. Well, it's doing well. Thank you very much for the bubble tea so on a scale of shit to together how are you feeling today well i was feeling together <laughs> and it slid down a little it bit slid. why is it slid john bell technical difficulties technical, yeah technical she difficulties difficult. yeah mm-hmm. technically she was <laughs> she's a little bitch let's be real um but still together enough to be here mm-hmm. and talk to you yeah what about today has made you feel together? Um, today I have been up and about and I've exercised. Exercise. So I've connected my body and my mind. Yeah. I've put on a cute little outfit. Uh-huh. Uh, I did my hair. <laughs> you did your one, hair. All one remaining hair. <laughs> swept it to the right. Swept it to the right, swept Looking it to good. the left, swept it back. Combed um, the beard. Combed the beard. Mm. Um, what did you have for breakfast? I didn't have breakfast. What? I'm not a breakfast person. That is the most important meal of the day. That, that has been is drilled marketing. into me. That is marketing. Kellogg's. Kellogg's. No. It is. Kellogg's. It is. I'm passionate about this. Is it? Yes. It's actually. Yeah, cornflakes. I just that my dad had like drilled into me from a young age. We're all victims of capitalism. Oh my God. Kellogg's. Yeah. Listen, I've heard some dark things about Kellogg's and that is the least of the dark things that I've heard about Kellogg's. Spill the tea. Well, there's the masturbation thing, isn't there? What? Oh my god! You need to look this up in your own Porn time. Porn flakes. Porn. <laughs> Served with milk. No, apparently he was like he was really anti-female pleasure and like sex. Wait, I have yeah, seen yeah, this. And yeah, like, it's like it's dark shit. Just a man. proper dickhead. And I swear, like cornflakes were made to stop people masturbate. I don't know. It's a, it's a long, t- <laughs> tenuous thread, and it's a bit too early in the podcast to start with that conversation. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, so I did have a protein bar. So this is your protest against Kellogg's, basically. This is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just refused it. Yeah. You had a protein bar. I had a protein bar. Very nice. Had a little lemon cheesecake protein I'm bar. I'm sorry. Yeah, all right. Stunning. Pop off. <laughs> <laughs> so you think like being in your body makes you feel quite together. That's it. Yeah. 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 I think like when it's I a have... a stretch, for sure. A good stretch. A good stretch. And cats know what they're doing. This is the thing. Yeah. I am a cat. You are very feline. I'm very feline. <laughs> feline. Feline. <myself>. <laughs> 
so I mean, I do. Like, I have on my bad days when I don't have my shit yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I'm very cat-like, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of quite lazy. Mm. I roll around bed for hours, yeah. and I get up, and I'm, and then I get tired from getting up, so I go for <laughs> a little nap. And then at about eight or nine at night, I get the zoomies. You and do I just, get the zoomies. I've I, seen you with the zoomies. I get the zoomies <laughs> at about eight or nine at night, and I'm like, oh, I'm, we've got it's to do hunting. everything. It's hunting time. Yeah, it's hunting time. <laughs> it's on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> on the prowl for a party um, literally so yeah I'm quite cat like but when I get up and I get my my exercise in, in the morning yeah as much as I hate it as much oh it's as grounding it's though, not, isn't it? it you know what I mean though oh, like the thought of it the thought but then when you're actually doing it you feel better for doing it don't so you but much making better. yourself fucking do it is hell hell yeah hell yeah. on earth hell but then you leave and you're like oh my god I'm gonna do this every I know, day I know. I'm I feel so proud of myself amazing yeah. yeah yeah so that's helped me feel a bit more together today mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be together for you. You wanted to cheat the system, basically. I wanted to cheat the system. <laughs> you wanted to be the most together guest that we've ever had. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> we've had time. We've had time to get into that. Um, okay, so on that then, what does having your shit together mean to you? Having your shit together is that feeling of like, you can roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. You can, what, whatever the day is going to throw at you, you are... Resilient. Resilient. Yes. Invincible. Yes. Uh-huh. Bulletproof. Oh, <laughs> nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. La La Titanium. Yeah, so that's the feeling that I aspire to have. Yes. And it's fleeting at times. But mm. you when you find it and you find the, the pieces that pull it together, that's yeah. when I feel like I've got my shit together. Yeah. You're definitely good at, I'm going to say giving off the illusion, but you're a very optimistic, happy-go-lucky person. Mm. So I think often you seem like that comes quite easily to you. Mm, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> it does. I mean, I've just, I'm a, I, I like to be happy. Yeah. And I like to spread the joy. to be around. Oh, thank you. Love you. Love you. Okay, then. Let's talk about an object that makes you feel like you've got your shit together then. So it's not just one thing. Because I was thinking about it. It was like, what is it? Is it my tail far back? And I was like, a little bit. But it's it's not just my tail far back. It's... It's my whole attire. It's my mm. wardrobe. Yes. Nice. It's my closet. It's your closet. It's my closet. Yeah. Um, and what is it about? It's about like... I think like depending on how I'm feeling that day or depending on who I want to kind of mm. be that day, mm-hmm. I pick the clothes accordingly. Yeah. Um, and over the years, you start to build your own style, yeah. what you like, what mm. makes you feel good. And so when you start to find your combos and the things that put it together and then you feel put together and then boom, you're actually in a much better place the whole day because you feel like you look good. You look good. And I'm not doing it because I want people to love me and notice me. But it's just... Not (laughs) the whole thing. But like, you know, I put it together to make me feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also what you want to get across that day or like the flavour of John that you want people to recognise or like the character that you want to play. Exactly. Yeah. A character that you want to play. Mm -hmm. Because I want to tell you a little story here. Please do. Because I was reading a little thing about Ian McKellen. By the way, did you know he never trained? What? (laughs) I know, right? I thought he trained. He never trained. I thought he went to RADA. He did not go to RADA. (laughs) He learned on the job. He no. learned by watching he's like people. He's he like, has a close friend, like actually, isn't he? Yeah, he has a close yeah. personal friend. Yeah. He once fed me profita rolls <laughs> at his party. That is a later conversation. Yeah, <laughs> we will get there. Um, and he was talking about how everyone's an actor, mm. in a way. And every morning we get up and we put on our clothes, a.k.a. our costume. Mm. And I really like that. I really like that kind of idea of... Um, 
you're not just you. You can be more than you, depending on on, on what your costume gives you. Yes, yeah. Because I know what it accentuates. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I know for us in our in our gigorama mm-hmm. that like the costume is a huge part of how we feel in character. Definitely, definitely. You know? Yeah. And that's the same for everybody, actually. And it gives you the confidence to go throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I know that, like, if I, for example, if I've only had, like, five minutes to get ready and I just have to throw something on, like, I'll be feeling less confident throughout the day because I won't have the armour, I guess, of knowing that I've, like, strategically chosen things that make me feel confident. That make or, me feel good. Yeah, and then, like, the way in which I hold myself around people will change. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes so far that, like... In young Ian's costume. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I'm an outlander, by the way. If anyone doesn't know. Um, I, young Ian's costume, it, it gets a quote later on this season. Yeah. Um, that I loved so much and it made me feel so good that I went to a tailor in London and got it recreated so oh, that I had it in my own my wardrobe. Yes. But I gave it a little Jean Beljouche. Of you course, know? of little course. Jean Bring it to the 21st century. Bring it to the well. 21st century. <laughs> um, and now, and it's a winter coat, so it's not my summer Ooh. coat, it's my winter coat, but my winter coat goes on and I feel powerful. I actually did come with you when you were getting that made. You helped me pick swatches, I did. I oh no, you came, you... I saw the swatch. I swatched you, it. You, swatched it happen. You checked out the swatch. I checked out the swatch. And then you came and had a wee look in the the tailor room. Yeah, tailoring. it was very, it was very fancy. It was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. It was really. You fun. do take me to fun things that I would never do myself. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm yeah, glad. You broadened my horizons, John. <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite item of clothing at the moment? Well, my favorite item of clothing at the moment is a jacket that I wear. Mm-hmm. It's my summer jacket. Um, it has a has a poignant, little sad, but. Um, makes me feel good story mm. um, so I'm a, I'm a family guy so mm. I lost my papa about a year and a half ago my grandpa mm. um, and he was such like a, an inspiration to me um, and for his like one of his birthdays I think it might have been like he's 78th or something um, I was living in Barcelona at the time and there was this tailor kind of around the corner from where I lived that I really liked the clothes that he made. And I was like, I know what I'm going to get my papa for Christmas. I'm going to make him his own jacket. Oh, my gosh. And it's this beautiful, you know, um, like kind of summery jacket, fuzzy felt moment in like a teal sage with like beautiful pleats down the front. And it's totally unique. Yeah. Like no one else has this jacket. And my papa loved that. He loved that no one else had this jacket. That's so, so special. It is special. So mm. when I put it on... First of all, it's very stylish and it looks really good. Mm. Um, so I feel good in it, but it also has the added layer of like feeling sentimentality like sentimentality and yeah, connection. Can I feel like a little hug from my grandpa that's whenever so I put it on? Because mm. he loved to hug me. Yeah. Good big hugs. Mm. So yeah, that's my favourite at the moment. Mm. And I've got wee cute dungarees on today because I wanted to feel like playful and fun and cheerful, you know? I like them a lot. I'm a little silly. Mm. And I'm loving the badges. Uh, yeah, obviously it was Pride, so I collected all these badges that I found in Green Park Station. Oh. <laughs> just on the floor. Oh my God, love that. Except the ghost. I have a little gay ghost. I love the little gay ghost. A little gay ghost. Casper the gay ghost. He's from Spain, actually. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Hola. <laughs> Hola, Casper. Como estas? <laughs> he is, used to be the sign of this party in Spain, this ultra-right party called Vox, right? Uh-huh. They're basically like, I don't know, like the, the, the what's the, the one, the, B, the BNL? What is it? Not BNL. What's the like the super ultra right? Oh, here BMP. Yeah, yeah. H and M. Yeah, those <laughs> ones. What? Yeah, DFS. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was their it was their symbol, but all the gays were like, "This ghost is so cute." <laughs> We want reclaim it. Reclaim the ghost. Let's reclaim the ghost and then make it rainbow. Oh my god! So it went from this symbol that was like supposed to represent I all the that. all the bad, all those mm-hmm. bad LGBTQ people. How dare they? LGBTQ now. Uh, LGBT <laughs> cuties, exactly. <laughs>
Please, can you speak to a time in your life that you felt like you really had your shit together? I remember when I was 17 years old. Wow, cast your minds back. Not that long ago for you. No. Actually, it's getting longer. Oh, God. It's getting longer. Mm. I was at the premiere for The Hobbit <gasps> in Berlin. Oh, my God. And I was looking fierce. What were you wearing? What was I, your outfit of choice? I had a kilt on. <gasps> Classic kilt, yep, yep. little purple kilt, if I can remember. Stunning. And I had my hair dude. <laughs> and I was feeling really, I felt like I was looking in the mirror and I was like, there's the man that I'm going to be. Mm. And then I had to walk out onto that red carpet, oh the biggest gosh. red carpet I've ever been on in my yeah. life. They had literally a mountain of gold from Smaug's oh. treasure. <laughs> Smaug. Yeah, yeah, just a random <laughs> mountain of gold. No, oh and, and I had to go on that carpet and I was feeling like, so excited yeah. like I wasn't even nervous That's I was just like amazing. ready to have fun yes and I was feeling together uh-huh. um and so I went into the photo call and I was like doing my poses and I was getting such oh, a, like a big like we God. love you and I was like <laughs> you know doing my, my strong man pose and then I was like oh I've got a kilt on I'm gonna jump so I jumped and I showed everyone my underwear <laughs> and then I got a kiss from Evangeline Lilly <gasps> on the carpet no. and it was just one of those moments that I felt like mm. I was where I was supposed to be. Yeah. I felt good. Um, and it was a feeling that was like, that, 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 that just, it was just pure joy and happiness. That's and my parents were there as well. Yeah, so yeah. like, it was this family moment. We'd finished The Hobbit. Like all the filming was done. We were just, I, I was immensely proud of myself. Yeah, um, of course. And I was surrounded by people that I got to know for so long and like are now close friends. So yeah, like it was just a really special moment for me that I really felt like I had everything together mm. and that that was your biggest job up until that point yeah i mean yeah. i think it'll be the biggest job i ever do period. yeah i mean it's massive you can't huge. really get bigger than no. the lord of the rings slash hobbit no absolutely not so but do you remember having any like because because obviously you you've acted from such a young age like my favorite thing about you is that you became an actor from winning a doctor who competition yeah it is a cute story love that for you <laughs> um yeah and then since then your career's just kind of taken off yeah how I don't know did you ever have a sense of like nerves around it or like anticipation about or do you think just because you were doing it it's it's so normal to you at this point that it's for sure I have nerves yeah for sure um I cast my mind back to that eight-year-old boy that yeah. won that dog dude competition and he was freaking fearless. Really? He yeah, was fearless. Yeah. He had his shit together yeah. more than me. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Someone said to me once, I think I think it might have been in one of these podcasts, but like when you're a kid, you, you have your shit together mm-hmm. and then you kind of learn from society to doubt yourself and all these things and then actually being an adult is just trying to refine refine that how you were as a child fearlessness yes yeah i mean here i was eight years old getting thrown into this kind of like competition where i was competing against 10 other actors improvising doing scripted bits in front of andy pryor and annette badlands oh my god who were the judges? Full circle moment. Full circle moment for Annette Badlands. Cut to Kansas. Yeah, cut to Kansas <laughs> with her with an AK-47. Like, <laughs> uh, oh like Annette Bad- Baddy. Yeah. Baddyland. Annette Badman. Uh, um. um, and so when I was eight, like, I, I, was, I just remember like I was like ready for everything. Yeah. I was in the moment. I was feeling myself. And just then fun. Yeah, and they, they did this thing where they had to like, they lined us up at the end of the day. 
looking back on it now, maybe well, they shouldn't do this again. But they went down the line, like like the line of kids, and oh my told God. each crushed of them whether dreams. crushed dreams, literally whether each of them made it through to the next round. Oh my, where are those children now? That is my question. Therapy. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> and so they went down the line, and I remember like. The boy that I would like, I'd made pals with the rest yeah. of the day. I think I remember his name, Vigo. There can be only one. Yeah, uh, and he got told no, <gasps> and then obviously like was crushed, gutted, <laughs> left, and then it got to me, and I'm thinking in my head like, there's going to be like a lot of disappointed kids here right now. So if they tell me I've got it, I'm just going to keep my cool. Wow, consider it. Even then, eight years old. Eight years old. Eight so years old. Was. And they were like, "You're through to the next round," and I was like, "Thank you very much." <laughs> And then they went down the line and it went to this other girl and they went, you're through the next <gasps> round. And she went, yeah! And oh, started screaming babe. and I was like, judging you. Where's the decorum? Where's the grace and decorum? <laughs> All the grace and decorum of a reversing dump truck with no tires on. Please. Oh my God. And so that kind of attitude, I was like, where did that go? Like and that kind of, And that's what lost at the park. And that's what lost at the they park. They saw it. They saw it right there. Professional. Yes. A professional. Yes. To, a, to a T. Um, and then, yeah. And you, uh, as a kid, you know, you're going through it. You, you, you feel it. And yeah. then as you kind of hit that sort of teenager and you start being very aware of like yeah, everyone yeah. thinks of you, it's like, it's like a part of your soul gets ripped out. And, and as an actor, when you're so oh, vulnerable gosh. all the time and you're facing so much rejection, it's it's so like demoralizing Isn't at times. It? Yeah. And it and the nerves, that's when the nerves come in and the doubt and yeah. the anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Say it together. <laughs> Say it um, together, So what age was it when you got The Hobbit? So I got The Hobbit when I was thirteen. <gasps> wow. And then we started filming when I was fifteen. Okay, and then you were in I mean, it for And then I was filming over the course of two years. Wow. And then so when I was seventeen at the premiere we still had the third one to go with that second one when I was talking about oh feeling my, my shit together. Yeah. Um, that and you'd was, been to New Zealand. I'd lived out in New Zealand. Yeah. My mum and dad were there the whole time. What amazing experiences for like a teenager. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that night was very, very special. Mm. But, I mean, the reason I bring it up yeah. is because there's two sides to every coin. Yeah, yeah. Because that night was also the night that I felt like I had none of my shit together. How come? Is that is that an answer to the next question? Is the, Well, please. John Bell, a time in your life where you felt like you really didn't have your shit together. Cast your mind back to the Hobbit premiere of Berlin. <laughs> what? 17 years old. That was fucking smooth. What I, a segue. <laughs> <laughs> I just come out this red carpet yeah. and there, were, there was a party. We watched the there film. There was a pile of gold. There was a big pile of gold. Mm -hmm. I was at the after party in Berlin. This is like that moment in Hamilton when it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> it's totally helpless and satisfied right now. I remember now. that night. I just can't. <laughs> 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 Literally, right? So I remember that night. I just like um so I was at the after party, right? Yes. And I was sneaking alcohol. I was being very drunk. Not the first time. Not for the first time, that. and certainly not for the last. <laughs> but I was I was getting a bit drunk. I was feeling myself, I was feeling really great, but I was like having a good party. I was dancing, I was like swirling around in my kilt yes. and stuff. Um and I ended up basically um like flirting with somebody. Mm -hmm. and was like, I'm going to go back with them. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And then, but the, obviously this is a guy. Uh -huh. and, and so, but I hadn't like come out to my parents yet. <gasps> wow. um, so I was getting in the car to go back with like some friends and, and him. Mm. Yeah, and we were going to go to the, like a hotel or whatever and yeah. keep partying. Unbeknownst to me, my parents obviously were looking and like, we're not letting this like nearly 18 year old kid 
go out on his own yeah, yeah, in yeah. Berlin. Oh my God, I forgot you were in Berlin. So we're in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. So they get in the car. <clears throat> With you? No, okay. behind me. <gasps> and, and are following me unbeknownst to Sun, me. Sun, sex right? and suspicious parents. Literally. <laughs> and so we get to the, ho- the hotel and I get out and I'm like, at this point, you know, 17-year-old drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. woozy. Yeah. Not feeling like I had any of my shit mm. together. From the high to the low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I was there and I was like trying to be like fine, but then I just like threw up <gasps> everywhere, oh, all babes. over the cobblestones of Berlin. <laughs> Not the cobbles. I was cobbled. <laughs> um, and I was still like trying to keep partying, and oh. you know they were like, no, you know, John, like you need to go home, no, you need to rest. No. Yeah. And at that point, my mum turns up. And she gets out the car and I just look at her and I'm a mess and I'm drunk and I'm wow. like all of this and I just scream at her, Mom, I'm gay. I'm gay, Mom, I'm oh gay. I start screaming it in Berlin and mm. she's like, it, it's fine, it's fine, like don't worry, it's fine. Yeah. And then my dad starts coming up to me and like everyone at this point that was there is watching this with like wow. bated breath. They're yeah, like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, I feel like this is such a personal moment, but yeah. I can't look away. He's so watchable. Uh-huh, he's so no, watchable. no wonder he was cast. <laughs> and then my dad comes up. So my mum's gone at this point. My dad yeah, comes yeah. up and he's like, John, you need to come. And I'm like, and this is when I start really screaming. Oh. I'm like, I'm not just screaming it to my dad. I'm screaming it to the world. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like everything is blah. Oh, bless you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm gay, dad. I'm gay, I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. And all my dad says is, yeah, I know. My, your mum told me. It's okay. Like, like, you don't even have to say anything. Oh. You just, like, get in the car. Oh. And, like, everyone was just, like, that's when the sort of, like, a mob dance started. And, like, everyone was, like, confetti. <laughs> and, like, everyone started, like, applauding. <laughs> applauding. That's applauding. when the flash mob happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those oh. moments where I felt like I'd wow. lost everything. I'd gone from this high to Gosh. this feeling of low. Yeah. All in this one, like, roller coaster of a night. Had that been something that had been on your mind then? Like yeah, that, for sure. That, I mean, of course, but, like, that tension of it building to that moment. I, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. I mean, I had to I had to say it at some at point. Some point and, yeah. and it just felt like I was in such a vulnerable low bit from going from feeling like I had my shit together to just yeah. completely not. I was like, right, okay, now or never, basically. Oh, my God. Um, release the trigger. Release the trigger. Yeah. But sometimes those moments where you feel like you, none, you don't have any of your shit together is when you truly know yourself. Oh, my God. That is profound. Mm. And also, your parents are fucking babes, aren't they? We like, love, we love, we love them. Yeah. We love them. And actually, in that moment, they just held you. Yeah. And did. made space for you. And that's really beautiful. That's it. Oh. They helped me get my shit together again. Oh my God. They swept you up from your pile of sick on the floor. And the cobblestones of Berlin. <laughs> and took you home. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Wow. The highs and the lows. I thought I'd share that wee story oh, with you. Oh, thank today. you for sharing that. Mm. That's beautiful. Okay. Three things that make you feel like shit. Ooh. I guess I'll start with like something like superficial, mm-hmm. right? And I would say like waking up in the morning, yep. <laughs> like like feeling like yeah. crusty boots, <laughs> um, feeling like like I need to hydrate, mm-hmm. like all like I hate waking up. I hate waking up. I just can't stand it. I'm still tired when I wake up. Why are my Why eyes am heavy? I not? I've been asleep. Why am I not <laughs> <laughs> fully rested? Yeah. What the hell? What the hell has happened? What is going on? So like like waking up is like 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 yeah. getting back into the world again. Mm. It always takes me a little second. It takes me hours. Like do not talk to me in the morning unless I've had a coffee a grumpy boots in the morning yeah, yeah. I really am my like boyfriend will testify to it I can testify from fucking sharing a car with you in the morning <laughs> <laughs> do you not speak I to John I am evil 
Um, so that's something that, like, mm. is a moment of where I'm, like, feeling like shit. Definitely more of an evening person. Oh, yeah. A night owl. The zoomies. The zoomies. The zoomies at eight, nine. <laughs> after I've had my kibbles. <laughs> um, what's another thing that makes me feel like shit? Um... Do you know what's something that I think I've battled with a lot? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of actors can testify mm-hmm. this. It's like the comparisons that you make to everyone else. Oh, yeah. That's something that always, I think, can warm in my head and have to really fight that to, mm-hmm. like, not br- let that bring me down. Yeah. Um, if you're constantly comparing yourself to what, like, your peers or your colleagues are doing, <sighs> um, and I think that goes for anybody, oh to God, be honest, yeah. um, <laughs> that's something that can, and, I, and it has in the past affected me. I'm like, why am yeah. I not doing that? Why why should I why why not being able to do that? Blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um and so that's like something that I think we can all sort of oh, relate to. Oh my god, so much. Comparison yeah. is such a thief of your joy. joy. It really is. And that's something that I feel like I'm getting better at. But like I think, you know, coming out of drama school, for example, because you're literally pitted against each other at drama school. Oh, yeah. And then coming out of it and having to kind of lose that mentality to also be in like happy relationships with your friends who you love and you mm. want them to do well. And it's so weird when it's like tinged with this kind of, but I wish it was me. Yeah, thing. competitiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, it's so silly, but mm-hmm. I do think it's just growth and just learning that you're individual and what you have to offer. Absolutely. No one else can, but it's, it's, it's a long journey to get there, isn't it? For sure. And we're mm. all works in progress and we're all... Human. Human. Yeah. So I don't give myself too much of a hard time, but that's why no. I surround myself. I, and I like to have like a very close circle of friends. Mm-hmm. You very much you are there with, you know, that like support you and give you that Definitely. boost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing that I feel like I have my shit together when I feel shit. I don't know, like your vices maybe? Okay. Like, I feel like shit when I, like, lean into laziness. Mm, or sloth. sloth. The sloth. <laughs> like, like as much as it feels like something yeah. that's, like, good in the moment, yeah. if I don't proactively fight that, I know I'm only going to, com- like, compound the problem and feel worse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, something that I, I think, like, yeah, I just, I, I, I am, like a little bit of a lazy person so i do need to fight that a lot yeah oh it's difficult though because then at the same time you're also the most like active curious like exciting person that i know well, so I it's think like for other like i think that really is kind of for other people as well like, yeah. I, it comes from a genuine thing for myself but i just also want everyone else to be having a good time yeah you feed off other people i feed off other yeah. people really do but when i'm on my own yeah. That's a whole nother battle. It's like the extrovert, yeah. introvert thing, isn't it? Like, exactly. Someone explained it to me once that like introverts get their energy from time on their own. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that they only want to be alone, but no. like that's where they get their energy, whereas like extroverts get their energy from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you're definitely that. I think I'm I think I'm a bit like that as well. I like think I, need, I am too. If I'm on my own, I can just sit there for hours and not really stare at walls. Re- I love staring at walls. Yeah, and I find it really hard to motivate myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I'll end up just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop it. Oh my god, yeah, let's just throw that one oh. in as well. Scrolling. Scroll hole. Scroll hole. Yeah. Not the fun kind of hole. No. <laughs> no. No, no. Not at all. It's the worst hole of it's all. It's the worst of the holes. <laughs> and there's a few to choose from, but that is a bad one. I've been to some bad holes. <laughs> That's the worst. Wow. <laughs> a black hole. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. true. I just like, I'm just so sick to death of it. But yeah, I can't stop. I can't stop. It's but, almost like a self-sabotage thing. Yeah. It's like, I know that it's going to make me feel shit. Yeah. And yet I 
actively engage in it. Absolutely. I actually have managed to like clear off some social medias though. Yes, like, I'm not. I'm Twitter. not on the Twitter anymore, yeah. and I'm not on the TikTok either. But that is wow. I've never been on TikTok. TikTok is yeah. It makes me feel so old and disconnected that I don't know how to use TikTok. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I I, I started like making TikToks as like a little bit of fun on yeah. Outlander, and yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah. I was sort of like branded like. <gasps> the TikTok guy. And then it's a full-time job. And then I was like, I'm not... <laughs> yeah, it's a full-time job and you're not paying me any extra for this. Yeah. And I was like... I, and they kept being like, what TikTok are you going to make next, John? And I'm like, I don't know. The pressure. I don't know. I just want to like... Second album syndrome. Literally second <laughs> album syndrome. Absolutely. Oh my God. I make one... I was like, how many fucking TikToks can I make of the dog? Because that always gets views. So that pressure, I was just yeah. like, do you know what? Why am I doing this to it myself? Bye-bye. Yeah. I'm so... Just putting it out there, I'm no longer the TikToker of Outlander. No. I'm just... I wonder who has taken over. Who has taken over? Yeah, Some poor PR <laughs> team member at Stars. Hey guys, can we just get you t- to learn this dance routine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, learn a dance routine, I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Hey, Ant. Hey. You do a great job in editing this podcast, might I say. If people like the podcast, what do they need to do? Like it. What else? Follow it on social media. And then what? They could share it with every single person they know. Thanks, Ant. You can go back to your corner now. Bye. Okay, three things that make you feel like the shit. Mm, these are the questions that I probably should have like prepared for. I'm just like, just, Take your time, babe. just I'm just uh, volleying here with you. I'm enjoying <laughs> the volley. <laughs> Keep that ball up in the air, babe. <laughs> kind of already said it, but like my clothes, right? But like that, like mm. a couple of like my pieces. Fashion. Fashion. Yeah. I love pieces of clothing that have a story mm-hmm. and that have like and are well made. Yeah, those like make me feel together. Mm-hmm. Make me feel like the shit. Yeah. Um, I suppose like to get a little bit like corny. Please do. We love a bit of corn. Like my friends. Yeah. You know, like the love that I get from, like I'm a I'm totally like a quality over quantity kind of person. Mm-hmm. I have my people. You have your certain clothes and you have your certain, certain friends. Pe- yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and I think you're the same, right? Mm, You've got definitely. like a very like tight knit group of close yeah. compadres mm-hmm. and they lift you up. Yeah. And they make you feel like the shit. Yeah, 100%. You know? So um, I've got friends in Glasgow, friends in London and a couple mm. of, in other places. But it's those people that like I'm quite, I'm, I love people. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think I can get on with most people. Yeah. But I'm quite picky when it comes to, like, really close friends. Yeah. People who I really let in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've got to be, like, someone that is all about lifting people up. And that you can trust. And, and that, that you can trust. there's, like, love there. Yeah. And that you know that it's not just, like... I don't know, because I think, I think I'm quite similar in terms of... I have lots of um, acquaintances. Yeah. And I think definitely... People like, you like. Yeah, I, I like. And I think in the past, I, I was so, like, I just want everyone to like me. And I just da-da-da-da-da. And... But that, you kind of can diminish your self-worth in that and mm-hmm. actually, like, investing in the people who you just fucking love and want to spend your time with mm-hmm. and who fuel you and lift you up and everything that you're saying yeah. is so important and yeah. so beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. You're definitely that for me. You're definitely that for me as well. <laughs> That's just going to become a love fest. <laughs> you're the best. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, yeah, friends mm. and then um, family for me. Yeah. Yeah. My family remind me all the time when I'm feeling low or uh, I need to pick me up. Yeah. They're the first people that I call. You are so beautifully close to your family. Like I, Yeah. I mean, I'm an only child. Yes. So I have literally, for like most of my 
you know, life so mm-hmm. far has been a, the three of us. Yeah. You know, and my grandparents, but the three of yeah. us really against the world. Yeah. But you're very, even though you are an only child, you're very well um, adjusted. Balanced. Well adjusted <laughs> is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. You're like super generous. And I was homeschooled for like three years. I, like, know, I that had could all make you, the chips yeah, in the yeah. wrong, you know. <laughs> that could make you really weird. <laughs> kiki. I prefer yeah, Kiki. She, yeah, you She's are Kiki. kiki. Um, um, so yeah, I was in my family, but I also extend that to uh, my partner as well. Yeah. Well, of who, course, yeah. Um, has become that next member of my family of for me. And is the most delightful person. And is the most delightful person mm. in the world. Someone who just, I don't know, just like really from the beginning just absolutely got me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And knows ex- exactly what to say to me when I'm feeling a bit. He's very grounding. Yeah. He's a grounding energy. Exactly. I find that with him as well when I'm with him. Yeah. He's the kind of person you go to for advice. Definitely. Yeah. And what I love about you with when I've seen you with your parents is that you're literally the same with them that you are with me. Yeah. Like you're so open with each other. Oh, and yeah. like yeah. I think people find that quite strange often. Mm. But that like that there isn't a change in me with it's my like, family. Yeah, it's like you're there's it's not like hierarchical. It feels like you're all very on the same level and yeah. it's like very adult, adult, adult yeah. relationship. Even when I was like nine, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder if that's because I guess maybe because you have been doing like an adult job for, since you were like a child. Had and like, responsibility. You've had responsibility and you've taken them places yeah. and, you know, you've brought them to America with you, you brought them to New Zealand with you, like, mm-hmm. and it's your career that they're kind of participating in as well, you know? Exactly, yeah. So they kind of, and it's just, yeah, it's just, they're, they're there for me in those moments yeah. all the time. So, uh, yeah, I'm just ever so grateful. Yeah, I love them a lot. They're very cool. Mm. Yeah. So how many things was that? That was three. My, my fashion. Yeah. My friends. Yeah. And my family. The three Fs. <laughs> the three. Well, not all of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> yeah, that's what you meant. Um, <laughs> something that makes you lose your shits in a positive and a negative way. Okay. I'm a sucker for dancing. Yes, tell me more. Like I, like I was like I, I grew up dancing, but dancing was really uh-huh. my first. Love. Really? Well, I went I went to school called Stagecoach, which was Stone. like, you know, the three hours you did yeah. dancing, acting, and singing. Uh-huh. Um, and I always loved the dancing. What kind of dancing was it? It was contemporary, usually. Uh-huh, of course. A bit of musical theatre, <laughs> um, bit of ballet. Oh. Quite a bit of ballet. Um, and so dancing has always really allowed me to, like, feel free Mm -hmm. and lose my shit in a positive way, as you said. So for me, as though I don't still don't really go to dance classes or anything like that. um, Although I bet if I went back, it would bring me a lot of joy. Yeah. Um, Going out into a dance floor and cutting up some shapes. You're great at dancing as well. I I just, I just like, that's when I really just like, that's my let my hair down moment. I'm really like, like, be in my body. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and it's something that's like come in, like that that freedom that I was taught by amazing teachers as I was yeah. growing up has allowed me to have freedom in my acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freedom in life as well, yeah. genuinely. Yeah. Um, so that that moment is that kind of hit the dance floor mm-hmm. together again by Janet Jackson. Comes on <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, like this is my stage. The oh world my is my stage. Yep. Um, and and I just have fun. Well, one of the very first times that we went out when um, we were filming my first season of Outlander is when you took me to that drag night. I did, And yeah. um, I literally, like, had to hold your jacket. 
actually went onto stage and lip synced for your life. I did. I've never and done it again because I shut the place down yeah. so hard that they were it's like. It's actually embarrassing for the other people. Really you, embarrassing for the other people. <laughs> really embarrassing. But yeah, I was just stood there watching you and I was like, wow, this is a force of nature. That uh, I <laughs> love that. Hurricane Katrina. Um, I love, love, love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do remember that night. I have a photo of us from that night. We're such babies. Oh my God, such babies. From like the club photographer yeah. that took you. Oh my God. I was... Should have bought a keyring. Yeah. <laughs> um, God. And then that was the next day when we had to go in and film and we weren't supposed to be filming. Oh, do you remember? Sh- oh, Shiza, yeah. yeah. So we'd like stayed out and then we weren't supposed to be filming. Um, so we were like allowed to be hungover. But yeah. then I got a phone call at like 8 a.m. because Sam was ill and he couldn't film that day and they were like calling us in as backup I was like bullshit Sam was at the gay club (laughs) (laughs) he actually lost to you in the lip sync (laughs) and he had not gotten over it so but yeah and then we had to go in and cover for him yeah oh god God. my back still hurts from carrying carrying the whole (laughs) shoot genuinely yeah yeah but those skills this dancing like that that has it's actually coming really handy a lot of times. But I always think that like people who are good dancers often are it- really good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that as well. <laughs> but like, um, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I meant they're also brilliant actors. Or like, if they can act, but they can also dance, I think it just elevates it because yeah. they have like an awareness of their body for sure. Um, and like really know how to like access a character through physicality through physicality yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um someone was asking me recently like like what do you is there any parts of young ian mm. that you see in yourself and like for me like young ian is a very different character yeah for me um but to bring that level of like authenticity yeah. you do need to throw a wee bit of you in there as oh, well defo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um and so i was thinking about it um and i was like do you know what i think it is a little bit in young ian it's the way he holds himself mm. and it's the way he flexes his hair. Yeah. And it's the way he makes sure he's always looking good. Yeah. He does. He cares about his fashion. He cares about his fashion. Yeah. Um, and he looks good. And yeah. it's just the way I think there's, there's a, the way he can jump like nobody's business. Yeah. And the way that when he fights, it's like a That's dance. That's like a dance. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's that bit of me that I bring into, into young Ian, I think. Yeah. And it's a nice thing to think into a lot of characters if mm. it works. Yeah. It's like an awareness of physicality for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something that makes you lose your shit in a negative way. Something that makes me lose my shit in a negative way. Mm. Oh, do you know what's made me lose my shit recently? Go on. No, it really is making me lose my shit oh my recently. God. Okay, what? Well. Like, I've been popping off. <gasps> Okay. It, it it is really it's time like this is a call out to England right now. Okay. Yeah. Except Scottish notes. Yes, I have to fucking agree. <laughs> like, that is crazy. I have Scottish yeah. currency, which is the exact same. It is the same. Pound sterling. It's legal tender. It's, it's legal tender and it is. It is. It is. It is. It's the same with Irish notes. We've, like got, Northern an, we've, Irish got, some, notes. we've got some English arrogance in the room yes. right now through Ant. No, <laughs> I think you need to leave. Well, firstly, my main my main issue with it is who's carrying cash anymore. I mean, come on, we're in a contactless society, <laughs> so that's sometimes you have cash. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you yeah, have cash. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you want to use it. And God forbid that I should be made to feel othered yeah. when I come down to England. You're not even choosing to be in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you know what? See, in Scotland, we ain't fussy. Yeah, we'll take your Northern Irish. We'll yeah. take your Scottish. Yeah. We'll take your English. Welcome, welcome to everyone. Welcome. Yeah, I go down to England. I go into my local Nisa. <laughs> and I'm like, can I get my, you know, Haribo Star Mix, yeah. please? Here's a fiver from Scotland. And they look at me like I've just spat in their face. And do they take it? No. 
But they have, but it's legal tender. They don't, technically they don't. They only have to take Bank of England notes, technically. But they always spout off this bullshit. Oh my God. Oh, it's it's, it's very easy to fake money. I'm like, so wait a second, are you telling me that all the Scots are coming down and are faking their money? Is that what you're telling me? I think that's, yeah, that is, is what Is that what you're telling that's me? What meaning. You're telling me that Scots are all thieves, liars. Yeah. Forgers. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, it's f- feeling I'm so very directed it. at me. No, right no, no, now, no, no. Definitely, because <laughs> I know you would accept a Scottish I note. Abs- I would accept you would anything. Accept, you would accept a Scottish note and, you, and you'd also go, oh, it's not a very pretty yeah, note. I would, I would. It's got little red squirrels Where on it. Where can I get myself one of those? And I just want to say that they are some of the hardest notes to forge. Are they? They are, because they might have intricacies yeah. in them. They're incredibly hard to forge. Yeah. So, so it's all just bullshit. I'm just annoyed at it and, it, and it's happening a lot yeah. this trip and I'm like losing my shit. That's long. I'm losing my shit. Yeah. I'm Off like, her. I just want to use, like we're the same country. Yeah, yeah. And you're not even choosing to stay within. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we won't take your money. And you won't take my money. Oh my God. I just feel like so, oh, it's like, that. and then they, like, they laugh at you. Yeah. They laugh at you and I'm like, Get me back to Glasgow, start. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I do love London, That's but I'm just one, like, I just, like, it's making me lose my shit right now. Yeah, it's very annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that when I come back from Northern Ireland and they don't take it. I mean, or, Northern Ireland's funny is even worse. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. I've had multiple arguments about it. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Waitrose. I'm like, you are a national chain. <laughs> I would love to see you. I feel like you would do a very good argument to the poor person who was not expecting to have to deal with that that day. <laughs> <laughs> I get riled up. I'm like, start I shouting go Phil Spanish. I'm like, I start saying in Spanish. Absolutely. I'm like, get riled up. Like, I'm sorry. I know this is, you're just doing your job. Please get your manager. Yeah. Because I'm ready to pop off here. Yeah. Yeah. Accept Scottish money. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a note it's to everyone. It's very good and it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. And wants to jump in here. Oh, go on. It's because it's deep fried, right? Ah, this is it. Uh, this is what I'm talking okay. about. Because <laughs> it's deep fried. That's not money. That's Ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and. Very good. A moment that you found some shit out about yourself. Kind of like, I mean, let's get personal. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go Please. there. Recently. Mm-hmm. Now, I already spoke about grandfather yeah. that I lost. Um, my paternal grandfather was somebody that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And he recently died as well. So we've been dealing with a lot of his things. Yeah. But I do not know this man at all. Wow. And so I went to his um, flat and met some side of my family. Oh, wow. That I'd never met before. Wow. Um, and in his belongings, talk about like going into like history here. I found these, um, we found these like letters from his brother. So would be my great uncle, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they were like, they were incredible. Like uh, talking about like a piece of history. Like, can I, can I read yes, you the letter? Please. Cause it's fascinating. Right. So this letter was sent to his mother. So my great grandmother yeah. in 1944. Wow. And it says signalman James Bell, <gasps> HMS Sesame. And it says, dear mommy and daddy writing this on the other side and ha and love it and this um they, god they had style when they yeah, wrote here they had, right yeah other side and blah, blah blah so basically what it says is do not worry about me mm-hmm. as i'm okay and feeling fine mm-hmm. this thing aka the war world <gasps> war ii no. is coming to an end and you don't need to worry about which side is going to win quote it's us wow 
I have never received any letters from home yet, but that is only to be expected at a time like this. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about all these feelings he's got. He's hopeful. He's oh excited. Um, he talks about the Yanks that he met and the gifts that they gave. Wow. Um, and it's all here. I mean, like, it's amazing, right? And I was reading this letter and it really, like, touched me, you know, and it says here at the end, this is the best bit. It says, um, blah, 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 blah. So, well, Mammy, I'll close off now as I've only got four hours left between watches. That is when we work four hours on and four hours off. Mm -hmm. Well, here's till the light goes on in Mount Florida. Wish me luck. All my dearest love to you. We Bobby, Daddy and Betty. Oh, my God. So this letter is amazing, right? Yeah. It's from a great uncle. Something I didn't know about at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this letter was written and sent... On the 8th of the 6th, 1944. No way, like a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on the 11th of 6th, 1944, the HMS Sesame was hit by a torpedo. And the boat sunk. And of the 38 men on board, five survived. Oh, And my, my great uncle did not. And so I just found this, like, an amazing piece of history. That's incredible. Of my family history. Yeah. It really touched me. Yeah. Um, Mount Florida, of course, is, a re- is an area in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um... That I just was like, it, it touched me. And it, That's and, so beautiful. And yeah, I just kind of, the stakes at that time, the it, it's mind-blowing. That's um, amazing. Yeah, so I thought that was quite cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's no so worries. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's reminding me of, um, so my mum has started doing like our, his, like our ancestry. Yeah. Um, and she found, I might get all of the facts wrong, so mum, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I'm misquoting. <laughs> but she found some letters in like her, grandma's um when her grandma passed away she found these letters that were from her like great grandma and it was of her son so my mum's like great great uncle um who had lived in glasgow Mm -hmm. and had gone over to australia to look for work Mm -hmm. um because in that time a lot of people did and the letters that he sent they were like like what you just shown like the Mm. beautiful handwriting but he'd also like turned it over and done it over like the horizontally as well so it went crossed over because paper was so expensive mm-hmm. um and he was sending all of these letters basically keeping his mom up to date with like going out and looking for work and stuff and in each letter he kept being like i'm gonna send money when i get work and stuff and then eventually these letters became more and more i'm really sorry that i haven't sent you any money yet like there's no work out here etc 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 and then eventually he um stopped sending letters and then the final letter that my mum found was um his mum had hired a private investigator to try and find him and it seems like he'd kind of gone out he in his last letter he said that he was going to go out into the outback to look for work Uh but then they think that he died and i i think that he might have killed himself (sighs) but it's amazing like these letters are so can I read you something? Yeah, go for it. So, so I found them like a few years ago and um, they were so beautifully like and poetically written in the way I think it was a bit of, it was an earlier time. I think it was like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. But um, the way that he wrote about things was so beautiful. And um, they had style, didn't they? They really did. And it's really like Dickensian and poetical. Mm-hmm. Um, and um like one was like, mother, let nothing trouble you. Keep your mind easy and I will do my best. You don't know what may turn up. Um, wow. Yeah. But there was one section where he talked about being in Australia and going to the theatre. And it's such a beautiful quote. Um, see if I can find it. I'm like, 
when I send an email, there's like no punctuation, two lines. I know. It's mad, <laughs> What's isn't happened? it? It's so romantic. Yeah. Um, People had more time because they weren't doom scrolling. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to find it because it was really beautiful. Go for it. Oh, here we go. I do not drink. My only extravagance is the theatre. I do like the theatre. It is father, mother, brother and sister, home and everything when you know nobody, are lonely and have nowhere to go. In the theatre you forget everything and are as happy as a king, criticising the way some old favourite is playing a character and fancying how you would play it in his place. Wow! How amazing is that? To the theatre! I know! (laughs) I was like, well, that's where I get it from. I can't believe that. That's amazing. How beautiful is that? That is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. There is something about like writing letters and we've just lost that. Completely. The art form. The art form. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess not instant gratification and like having to take time. And the fact that like, you know, you came across that letter and it was like his last thoughts in that moment kind of... And it just, but it just made me think if he's, yeah, it exists forever, but it made me think if he's wee man. Yeah. Waiting with the light on in Mount Florida. Oh my gosh. So the power of these letters. The power of letters and like how it can transport you back to a time and you can, you can see what's going on in his head from such like a historical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point of, like in the war as yeah. well. That is so crazy. And this was like one of the final ships to go down. No, like it was like and just right before the, the war end. ended. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah, it was the last ever tugboat that went down. No way. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Incredible. That's amazing. Incredible. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. Um. Okay. Shittest piece of advice you received. Um. I was always kind of told that like going on your own and traveling on your own can be like the best thing you ever do Mm. and like i've done it yeah and it's either been the best thing i've ever done or the worst thing i've ever done in your life have you ever traveled on your own no No. and i want to but i am scared it's very scary i also think as well because i'm i'm quite a needy am i a needy person i i I want to be able to share an experience with someone yeah i'm also quite disorganized Mm. and i worry that i would get lost yeah that's so true stuff like that like practically i think it would be difficult i went out and did a bunch of stuff when i was like 18 in america and in california on your own on my own i don't think i know this yeah i was out in la for like two and a half weeks on my own um and it was like one of the most like crippling like fear inducing oh my god la terrifies me la la's fun yeah she's she's a she's a a bitch she could be a bitch (laughs) yeah uh, um, and so like you know that that idea that's going to expand your horizon wow. like I think for me like don't put pressure on yourself yeah. if you want to do that yeah. but then on the opposite thing when I was a bit older I went into Japan for like four weeks of my own and had the most <gasps> incredible time Yes. so I think like with any advice like apply it to you right now and if it works for you great and if it doesn't throw it away do you think that was to do with like where you were at yeah like, fully in your life at that point and my confidence like, in yes, myself yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah yeah because by the time that you went to japan you'd lived in spain for a bit right yeah so you kind of had i had that that life experience mm-hmm. whereas 18 i was mm. like fresh fresh i wouldn't know what green. the fuck i was doing i did pretty well probably yeah. considering but uh yeah so i guess in general taking that as an example like yeah. advice can be helpful and then it gouged the can but it's not because it's not bad advice it's just that it doesn't apply to you exactly mm-hmm. exactly and it's like yeah it's a personal thing isn't it and, and when you take that on and where you are in your life yeah whether it applies but i can't think like, i don't have i don't think i've really got much of bad advice. of advice no well, that's quite no. good then you yeah. clearly surround yourself with good eggs yeah um yeah 
I think sometimes as well, here's one, that like there's a maybe a bit of a pressure to like do like lots of publicity in this mm-hmm. career of ours yeah. and like really put yourself out there for a yeah. lot of things and kind of and I I I've like for what I'm trying to get at is that like I think that's a game that some people can play and it's fine, it might come off, but I prefer to like just let my work speak for itself. Yeah. That's yeah. where I kind of come in and I'm like, yeah. all of those things will come in time. Yeah, yeah. When it's the right time. Definitely. But not force that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's I like that. Thing. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay, shit you wish you'd known sooner. Shit I wish I'd known sooner. Um, I think this is something we maybe we've both struggled with before. <laughs> okay. But like... People pleasing. Oh yeah. Have we talked about it already in the pod? Uh, not in this episode. Not in this generally, episode. Generally. But no. I, yeah. Hit me with it. I just wish I had known sooner that like I do not have to be liked by everybody. Yes. yes. I do not have to be everybody's friend. Yeah. Um. And to really, it's about loving yourself and respecting yourself. Hundred percent. And so, if I just known that a bit sooner. Mm. Then I feel like I would have been a lot happier. Yeah. Period. Like 100%. it's it's very simple, but yeah. I'm just kind of sick of. And this is what I'm as I'm getting older. I'm realizing it's like when you put effort into people and you never get any of it back, and you're the one that's left feeling like I'm in the wrong here or yeah. I've done something wrong. Um, that kind of the balance of kind of letting go and Definitely. saying I don't care about that sort of thing can be so freeing. Yeah. Do you not agree? Yeah. But I think that comes I think it comes with age. Yeah. I think also like being actors, you kind of we are a bunch of people pleasers because we're literally trying to please people to get the job. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think it's like especially it takes a like, strong person to like to get rid of that. Yeah. I yeah. Think even like I would double down even like even more so with child actors. Oh god yeah. Because like we have been like conditioned since like we were tiny yeah. to be like, give them the old <laughs> razzle dazzle, razzle yeah. dazzle them, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. like... Uh, uh, to no. fall into like the entertainer role. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that. I remember reading a book um, called The Courage to Be Disliked and he talked about it in that. And he was saying that like um, people pleasing you can see it as like um you're putting someone before yourself and you're desperately trying to get them to like you and you're like um lessening yourself to make them and putting them above you and stuff like that but actually he was like it's a product of you're still wanting people to um it's still your ego basically Mm. so you can think that if you're like doing everything to serve someone else that you're like not invested in your ego or anything like that but actually in doing that because you're so desperate for them to like you you're still thinking about yourself you're actually not like the kindest thing to do for both people is to just like just walk accept yourself but if you're like desperately trying yeah yeah yeah. yeah, but if you're desperately trying to get them to like you then you're actually doing it for yourself yeah for sure yeah and that doesn't mean that i'm not gonna like go into every like opportunity and like and try and have a good time with people yeah but i'm just not gonna be so hard on myself in the future when it doesn't really pan out the way i wanted it to yeah yeah like yeah so that's something i wish i'd known sooner yeah me too for sure but as you say i don't know if you can know that sooner no i think you have to you have to experience it it. the hard way yeah you do you do yeah Mm. unless unless you've just grown up and you've never been interested in that kind of thing yeah but i definitely was not one of those kids (laughs) or unless you've got that kind of personality yeah like a couple of my friends have it yeah they're just they're they ricochet like things ricochet off them they don't care and i just love that yeah me too yeah i want to be a bit more like that 
We're both just wet towels sometimes. <laughs> Please like me. Um, okay, this takes us to the shit shot. So this is a photo that might be on Instagram or in the media that to the outside eye looks like you have your shit together when actually you didn't. Mm. A shit shot. Mm-hmm. What is a moment... I'll, I'll look through my Instagram. Please do. See, like, see if there's a funny story. This is a live scroll. A live scroll here. <laughs> um, do you know what's quite funny? I think is like, is is just genuinely like watching back Outlander, and watching our scenes. Yeah. Th- okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like, knowing everything that happened that day, and the final product looks so good. <laughs> And so glossy. Yeah, and like where your head was at at that and time. And actually remembering where your head oh was at that, that I day. I do the same thing. And yeah. I'm like, damn, like yeah. I could not remember my lines that day. Couldn't remember my lines. I was <laughs> absolutely desperate for a piss. Yeah, like- yeah, literally. <laughs> so, I mean, not to like blow her on Trumpy here and be like, we're such good actors. But no. like when you watch it back and you yeah. see it, you're like, God, I just like, that's so funny that yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that was going on behind. Underneath. Yeah. yeah behind it all yeah which is just so a funny true. thing to like kind of watch back and yeah. only you or people yeah. you know yeah um that you've told about mm. was doing it i mean i think there was a recent scene in one of the episodes that's coming out right now in season seven where like i was watching it back and i'm like i'm really i'm also really good in that scene and like well i was like yeah you were and i was like i could not remember my lines that day literally mad, i was blanking yeah 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 blanking like a yeah. like i didn't know nothing yeah um and there's there's nothing worse than a blank oh on set. Oh my god! No, 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 no. See, see when people muck up on camera or muck up, like there isn't that same like silence that happens when you forget a line and you're like, "I'm God, it's God, yeah. it's God." Yeah, it's and crushing. it's not it's not the cute blooper reel like everyone like hee hee hee. It is not the <laughs> cute blooper reel. It's like, shame, I feel ashamed of myself. I'm shame. sorry, everyone. Shame. Yeah, 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 um, for sure. Yeah, that's a really good example. Yeah, yeah, it's quite funny. Mm-hmm. But it's cute as well. You're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It came out okay in the end. Yes. So, John Bell, have you got your shit together? Have I got my shit together? Drum roll, please. <laughs> oh, we got a remix going oh on. Um, Caitlin, do I feel like I've got my shit together all the time? Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. We're all a work in progress, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're all just here trying to make our best. Yeah. But I want to give myself credit where credit's due as well. Props. Um, I'm, I'm proud of where I'm at now. Yes. I'm proud of the stuff that we've gone through together. Yeah. Thank you for being there a Thank lot of the you. time. <laughs> you have been there quite a bit when I've not had my shit together. Oh. Um, And helped me in a lot of, uh, you know, trying times. Oh, ditto, babes. Absolutely. Mm. So um, I've got my shit together just enough yeah. to keep me going. Yeah. yeah, to keep yourself afloat. Keep myself afloat. Keep oh. myself dancing. Thank you so much for coming on, John Gracias, Kidlin Love you loads. Mwah, love you. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs>
up just a little bit low I always try to lose my mind in a conversation with you 